Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Good afternoon, evening, or morning. This is your old Uncle Mosh with Raiders Fan Radio, and you are in for a treat. Sit back and get ready to listen to one of the most insanely knowledgeable people you will ever meet talk about our beloved Raiders. Another episode coming your way of Silver and Black Flashback by Rich Schmelter, the author of the Raiders Encyclopedia. Thank you so much, Uncle Mosh, for that incredible introduction. And as always, thanks so much to my man Murph, the best damn host of any, and I mean any, Raiders podcast. You, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff stand alone at the top of the Raiders podcast summit. So proud to be a part of this experience, and I'm also so proud to be a part of a show that continues to help out so many through the One Nation Foundation that benefits Raiders-related charities. Much respect, guys. Now, I love doing silver and black flashback for several reasons. For one, it is part of the greatest Raiders podcast. Also, I love the Raiders, and more important, I love talking about the Raiders. Now, I know my guys Matt, Bruce, Bamba, and Jim P. are all shaking their heads in agreement on that last one. Right, guys? But my greatest passion is to be a part of Raider Nation, the best damn fan base in the world. Now, let's get into this episode of Silver and Black Flashback, which is a tribute to the man that bridged the gap between Tom, the Iceman Flores, and Ken Snake Stabler at the quarterback position in Raiders history. We are talking about the legendary Daryl, the Mad Bomber LaMonica, whose recent passing left another void in our hearts. However, this episode is meant to relive the incredible life of this incredible Raider legend. On the football field, Daryl LaMonica's nickname referred to a strong-armed quarterback that threw long passes frequently and with effective results. Many teams throughout history have had such a player running their offense, and the Raiders had one of the best during the late 1960s and early 70s. The football career of Daryl LaMonica came full circle, beginning in California as a superstar high school athlete in the late 1950s and ended there 20 years later. And in between those times in the golden state of California came stops in South Bend, Indiana and Buffalo, New York. Daryl Pasquale LaMonica was born in Fresno, California on July 17, 1941, to Mr. and Mrs. Sam LaMonica. 
From Italian and Irish ancestry, Daryl grew up on a farm in the Central Valley of California, a massive stretch of area 40 to 60 miles wide and close to 450 miles long. One of those population centers in the area is the city of Clovis, located six and a half miles northeast of downtown Fresno. It was in Clovis that LaMonica first made a name for himself in sports. As a 13-year-old, he was a member of the Clovis Junior League All-Star Baseball team that was invited to play in the 1954 Little League World Series in Hershey, Pennsylvania. It was then on to Clovis High School, home of the Blue and Gold Cougars. LaMonica's number 50 quickly became the stuff of legend under head coach Lloyd Least as his 6-foot, 2-inch, 193-pound frame wrecked havoc on opponents as a passer, runner, and kicker. Regarded as the most sought-after quarterback in the history of the San Joaquin Valley, countless offers from college recruiters poured into the LaMonica home, and for good reason. Following his senior season of 1958, in which he was the team captain, LaMonica was the winner of the All-American Blanket Award, which was Clovis's highest honor. He was also named the most outstanding quarterback in Northern California, was selected to the All-Northern California football team, the All-Central California team, and was one of only 80 players selected from across the United States to be on the U.S. All-Star football team. It was then time for Daryl to make a decision on where to continue his football and academic career. Tom Meehan, a sports writer for the Fresno Bee, started recruiting LaMonica for Notre Dame when he was still only a sophomore in high school. Meehan's persistence paid off as LaMonica announced in February 1959 that he was heading to Notre Dame. In addition to his skills on the football field, Daryl LaMonica also starred on the basketball, baseball, and track teams, earning letters in all those sports. He was a shortstop on the baseball team, and even turned down a professional baseball contract from the Chicago Cubs so he could attend college. In track, he ran the 100-yard dash in 10.6 seconds, broad jumped almost 21 feet, and threw the discus 155 feet. Well, needless to say, but I will anyway, Daryl LaMonica was the easy choice when it came to presenting the 1959 Clovis Athlete of the Year Award and he left the area as the school's greatest all-around sports star. So impressive was LaMonica's athletic prowess that in 1974, the Clovis High School football field was named in his honor. It was then time for Daryl LaMonica to become a member of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Notre Dame was a legendary college football factory that produced many championship teams and all-American players dating back to the 1920s. However, by the time of LaMonica's arrival in the fall of 1959, the football program had temporarily fallen on some bleak times. Under head football coach Joe Kuharich, and with LaMonica as the starting quarterback from 1960 through 1962, the Fighting Irish posted a 12-18 record. After a dismal 2-8 finish in his sophomore season of 1960, LaMonica did help guide the Notre Dame football team to a pair of 5-5 five five records in 1961 and 1962. In his three seasons as a starting quarterback, LaMonica played 30 games and finished with a 46.9 passing percentage. 
he completed 99 out of 211 pass attempts for 1,363 yards and eight touchdowns. And this was at a time when passing was not all that popular in college football. He ran for 353 yards on 144 carries and 10 touchdowns and was selected to play in the 1962 East-West Shrine Game held at Kezar Stadium in San Francisco. In that All-Star Game, he completed 20 out of 28 pass attempts for 349 yards and was selected the game's most valuable player. Now, obviously, those stats seem to make my statement about college football being a run-oriented game during LaMonica's time at Notre Dame appeared to be a wee bit stupid. Now, didn't it? Oh, well, so moving on. LaMonica's devotion to Notre Dame ran deep, and he always got pumped up when hearing the victory march, both as a player and long after his days as a Golden Domer were over. After a solid four years at Notre Dame University, he was drafted into the pros by both the NFL's Green Bay Packers in the 12th round and the AFL's Buffalo Bills in the 24th round, both in early December of 1962 during the bidding wars going on between the two leagues. The Packers were a run-oriented team, while the Bills and the rest of the AFL emphasized the pass. With an explosive right arm, LaMonica felt that the AFL was more suited to his talents, and he signed with them as a backup to star quarterback Jack Kemp. Rather than refusing Buffalo's offer to play behind Kemp, LaMonica accepted the role with the confidence that one day he would become a starter. He appeared in games quite regularly, performing well over the next three seasons, and helped the Bills win two straight AFL championships in 1964 and 1965. In his rookie year of 1963, LaMonica came on to relieve Jack Kemp, either due to injury or ineffectiveness, and earned the nickname the Fireman in the process. He even started the final two games and led the Bills to wins in both games. In 1964, he completed 55 out of 128 pass attempts for 1,137 yards and six touchdowns. And he also ran for 289 yards and six touchdowns to earn a share of the AFL rushing touchdowns leadership in 1964. In a regular season game against the Raiders in 1964, LaMonica threw a touchdown pass just as he was about to get crushed by oncoming linemen. He stood his ground and got off a beautiful pass just as he took a vicious hit. Al Davis was the Oakland head coach at the time and liked LaMonica's spirit and toughness so much so that three years later, he wanted to get the Mad Bomber to run his offensive attack. So after earning two AFL championship rings with the Buffalo Bills, and just when he was ready to take over the starting job in 1967, LaMonica was traded to the Oakland Raiders on March 14, 1967, in a deal that brought Tom Flores and Art Powell to the Bills in exchange for LaMonica and receiver Glenn Bass. Yes, Al Davis had his man. With the Raiders on the verge of becoming a championship-caliber team, Tom Flores was excited about the opportunity to guide the Raiders to a title after being the team's starting quarterback during some very rough times. However, that never happened for him as a player. He was shocked when he found out from the Raiders' general manager, Scotty Sterling, that he was traded to Buffalo. Now at the time, Flores might have been upset by the trade, but needless to say, 
things eventually did work out very well for him as the Raiders head coach, which, in that capacity, found him a place in the Professional Football Hall of Fame in 2021. Love you, coach. It was no secret that the Raiders loved to throw deep, taking what they wanted when they wanted it. A strong-armed quarterback with deep passing abilities was just what Al Davis was looking for, and he found it clear across the country in Buffalo. LaMonica provided an immediate impact on the silver and black. The Raiders followed the AFL's format of pass, pass, and oh yeah, more pass, and it was LaMonica who lit up the skies with long-range bombs that helped power Oakland to a 13-1 regular season finish in the 1967 AFL Championship, his third AFL title in four seasons. He started every game, passed for 3,228 yards, 30 touchdowns, earned all AFL honors, selection to the AFL All-Star Game, and capped off his great season by being named the 1967 American Football League Most Valuable Player. He also received the first-ever Bill Gorman Award, presented to the player who best exemplified the pride and poise of the Oakland Raiders. Over the next three seasons, LaMonica was regarded as one of the best quarterbacks in football. He led the Raiders to three straight divisional titles in 1968, 69, and 70 and helped give the Raiders the opportunity to play for a league or conference championship in each of those seasons. In 1969, the Mad Bomber once again brought home the AFL Most Valuable Player of the Year Award and was named All-AFL and selected to play in the All-Star Game. Throughout the 1969 season, LaMonica began a string of 25 straight games in which he threw at least one touchdown pass. He also set a professional record by throwing six touchdown passes in just the first half of a game against his old team, the Buffalo Bills. Once again, folks, six touchdown passes just in the first half. The following year, in the first season of the merger between the AFL and NFL, LaMonica won the 1970 American Football Conference passing title, earned all-conference honors, and made another trip to the Pro Bowl. The 1972 season saw LaMonica once again lead the Raiders back into the playoffs after they missed out on the postseason the year before. He also had enough arm strength left to be selected second-team All-Pro and go to another Pro Bowl. In the fourth week of the 1973 season, with the Raiders' record at 1-2 and two, and the offense sputtering, head coach John Madden decided to replace Daryl LaMonica with fifth-year pro Ken Snakestabler. And from that point on, LaMonica was reduced to a backup role, playing in a combined 12 games during the 1973 and 74 seasons. Even though he was reduced to a backup role in his final two years in Oakland, LaMonica provided the Raiders with strong field leadership and it earned him everlasting distinction as a true legend of the silver and black. As a member of the Oakland Raiders from 1967 through the 1974 season, Daryl LaMonica started 84 of 95 games, completed 1,138 out of 2,248 pass attempts for 16,655 yards and 148 touchdowns. He won 79% of the games he started, which was the highest percentage of any quarterback in the Super Bowl era with at least 70 starts. In 2013, 
Football Nation selected LaMonica as the 67th best quarterback since the 1970 AFL-NFL merger. After the 1973 season, LaMonica became the 25th player to jump to the newly formed World Football League. On April 16, 1974, he signed a contract with the Southern California Sun, but had to play out his option with the Raiders that ended at the end of the 1974 season. He then went to play in the World Football League, but the league only lasted one and a half seasons, and in 1975, the Mad Bomber decided to retire after seeing limited playing time. In his later years, LaMonica hosted a national fishing show on the Fox Sports Network called Outdoors with the Pros. LaMonica's love of the outdoors saw him gain his first exposure in the newspaper as a 10-year-old that did very well hunting pheasant. On April 21, 2022, at the age of 80, the Mad Bomber died in his sleep at his home in Fresno, California, the same place where his incredible life began. Thank you so much for all the incredible memories, Mr. LaMonica. You were truly a winner and forever a Raider legend. And that wraps up this episode of Silver and Black Flashback. And until the next time, we are all back together once again for another episode. I say, like I always do, those words I live by each and every day, and they are, love you, Raider Nation! Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.